Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Victory Online. If we haven't met before, my name is Jean-Michel. I'm one of the leaders here at Victory. We're going to jump into the word today. I believe again this week that we have another word in season. I believe this is for someone to hear. In fact, I believe it's for all of us to hear. But if it speaks to you, I want you just to open your heart and let God speak to you. And as we open today, I have a question. Oftentimes we do think about this in your mind, maybe post in the chat. What does a peaceful person look like to you? If you imagine yourself in a peaceful environment, maybe you're thinking about a a waterfall or a, a, a small river just running by. Maybe for you to be at peace is nighttime with a fire or maybe peace for you is is out on the golf course or maybe out on a run or what is peace to you? A peaceful moment, right? All of us have spaces we go to to find peace. And we've spoken about this before, the idea of finding peace within storms and difficulties. I believe God has something really beautiful to speak to us about today around the idea of peace. You know, if you think about a person who uh, exudes peace or someone who lived for peace, right? Uh, If I ask you that question, who comes to mind? Maybe Someone like Gandhi comes to mind, someone who spoke about peace and love and and equality for all. Maybe Mother Teresa taking care of the sick and and the dying and giving of herself to help those who cannot help themselves, right? These are people who pushed peace. Maybe Martin Luther King, right, who who just pushed out this, this huge idea of peace in his nation, maybe even Nelson Mandela here in South Africa, someone who fought for peace. Maybe even their lives didn't always include peaceful moments, but they were people who lived for peace. Maybe if you think about a peaceful person, you actually go to someone in your family. For so many of us, that's true. We can think about someone in our family who was just always peaceful, just always peaceful. You know, when you're around them, they're joyous, they're full of life, and when they're around, if there's a difficult situation, they calm it down, they bring calm to that situation, and they bring peace. I know for all of us, we want to be people of peace. We want to be people who exude peace, especially in this world, because right now, this world is full of pressure, it's full of stress, it's full of anxiety, it's full of all these things that rob us of our peace. With an explosion of recognized mental illnesses, even our mental space is under attack all the time. In this kind of world where we see wars going on, we see economic crisis going on, in this world full of anxiety, how do we maintain peace? I know that some of us need peace right now. We need peace in our situations, in our families. We need peace in our lives right now. And I believe God wants to speak to us about that. I believe that peace is something that is a foundation for who we are. You know, when we were in the series called Gear Up, we spoke about the gospel of peace. And I would encourage you to go and and check that out. But today there's something new. There's something fresh that God wants to speak into us. He's been speaking to me a little bit about it. It just stood out for me. And I really believe that it's going to minister to us today. So if you're ready to get into this idea of peace, if you need peace today, then come on, let's pray together. Let's jump into the word. Father, we ask you this morning that you would come and speak something fresh, something new into our hearts, into our lives. I pray for those that are struggling with anxiety or fear, 
that you would give them boldness, you would give them peace right now. Lord God, right, right now we're asking for your spirit to come and to calm us, to bring us peace. Will you open our hearts and our minds to hear your word today? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, church. Check this out. There is a big difference between peace and quiet. And sometimes we get this confused. Sometimes when we're looking for calm and quiet, we think we're looking for peace, but we're actually just looking for quiet. I know I'm like this, right? I'm kind of an introvert. I look to uh, quiet moments, times by myself. I like to be alone quite a lot. It helps me think. It helps me understand my feelings, process what's going on. Come on, like heads up to all the, the introverts in the house. Maybe you're an extrovert and you actually find your peace with people and you find yourself surrounded by introverts who don't want to hang out, right? And it just causes all kinds of anxiety. I get it, man. We all have places we go to where we're trying to find calm and rest, especially when something is causing anxiety in our lives or there's difficulty or challenge stresses, right? It's, it's not an easy thing. We all go through this. This is a reality of life. There's a big difference, though, between peace and calm. Sometimes we think that calm is peace, but it's not the same thing. Biblically, it's not the same thing. And even rationally in our mind and in our, our mental space, you can be in a quiet place, but there is no real resolution coming to the stresses and the anxieties that are in your life. And so that peace, it fades, it gets robbed. When we're in quiet, the noise can come up again, right? That's just how life is. And so I've been asking God, you know, what does it look like to be a peaceful person, a, peace, a, a person filled with peace in his kingdom? And I saw this thing, and I really want to just dig into it a little bit today. You know that peace is not a passive thing. It is an active thing. If you're taking notes, write that down. Peace is not passive. Peace is active. If we think about peaceful people, sometimes we think about people who are not people of action. They're quiet, they're reserved, they're chilled, they're, they're calm, and that's great. It's good that there are people who bring calm into our lives, who can calm tense situations. That's amazing. Peacemakers, that's awesome. But how many of us know, how many of you know that you can't really find resolutions to issues without getting active about them. Come on, track with me. You can't just leave things and expect them to resolve themselves. It doesn't work that way, right? And sometimes there are stresses and difficulties in our lives that actually need dealing with, right? But it feels like if we engage with it, then we're just engaging with anxiety and sometimes that even gets overwhelming. Oftentimes it becomes overwhelming. That's the reality of how this world is set up. We think about wars and famines and difficulties, economic challenges, difficulties in our country, political issues, issues at your work, issues at home. It just becomes overwhelming and we find ourselves not able to actually engage with these situations. Then we run off looking for, for quiet when we should be actually be looking for peace. Do you get what I'm trying to say this morning? Sometimes the overwhelming nature of our lives causes us to run to look for quiet, to look for calm. We're looking for calm people. We're looking for calm situations. We're looking for a quiet space at work. All of this is good, but we're actually looking for calm when we should be looking for 
peace. Peace is not passive. Peace is active. And I want to just look at this for a moment because we can't sort every issue out. I'm thinking about people who are going through situations right now where there's nothing you can do to sort out your situation. There's so many reasons for why that would happen, why we would be not able to control the outcomes of situations. Maybe at work there's a new boss, maybe at work there's people who are doing things behind the scenes and it's outside of your control. That's a stressor to you because maybe your job's in danger or maybe the promotion that should be yours is not actually yours because of other people and it's out of your control. Maybe there's things happening in the country or around the world. And honestly, sometimes when we look at the news and we look at what's happening around the world, it can, it can pull us down so far and so deep because, man, we, what are we supposed to do about that? This, it's outside of our control. And so when we get overwhelmed by what's happening, I just feel there's someone right now, you feel so overwhelmed by everything happening around you, not even just in your life, but in other people's lives, even around the world, it actually debilitates you. And you're looking for calm, you're looking for quiet. But God wants to give you peace today, right? Peace is active. It's not passive. And so check this out. We're going to look in the book of Philippians. If you uh, have your Bibles, you can turn there. We're going to look in chapter 4. And uh, we're going to see what Paul has to say about this idea of peace. This is what really stood out to me. This is something that we've all heard. We all know this, this scripture. Or let's say if we've grown up in church, we know this scripture. But I, want to, I just want to hone in on it today because I feel like God wants to say something to us. We are not always able to deal with the situations going on in our lives. That means that God wants to step in to our situations and sort them out for us. We've all said things like, you know what, the battle belongs to the Lord. We don't fight in ourselves, but we fight in the spirit. We don't fight in the flesh. We don't fight against flesh, but we fight against spirits and we let God win the battle for us. That's what the whole series of Gear Up was about, right? This idea that Jesus fights the battle for us. But sometimes we need to see it in scripture so we can speak something into our lives when we have no more control. When we have no more ability to actually sort something out, sometimes we need scripture to step in and help us out with that. And so let's just give a little bit of context to what we're going to read. We always love context because it helps us understand the word better. The book of Philippians or the letter that Paul wrote to the Philippian church is a beautiful one. You know that this church that Paul planted in the, in the city of Philippi, was actually mostly filled with Roman soldiers. It's so interesting. I think these men who were a tight-knit family already were looking for something spiritual to bring hope and life to them, and they found it in Christ through Paul's teachings. And so, yeah, it was made up of, of many people, but the core was made up of Roman soldiers, and they actually became some of Paul's biggest supporters. They actually sent him finance and they helped him out when he was struggling, when they heard that he was in prison. They sent people to go and support him and help him. They were men and women who were really, really in support of Paul. And he loved this church. It's so obvious when you read and you see the way that Paul speaks to this church, how much he loved them and how much they loved him. And this book is really about the idea of humility. Humility. 
If I think about those men and women that we spoke about before, Gandhi and Nelson Mandela and and Mother Teresa, these are people of real humility, self-sacrificing human beings. They were people of peace, right? Or for peace, but not everything about their lives was peaceful. They navigated the storms and the difficulties of their lives in order to bring peace to others, right? And for me, that's a huge chunk, a huge bit of what humility really is, living your life for others, others centric. And this is what Paul is really pushing in this book. And there's so much that Paul talks about, but he really wants everyone in this church of Philippi to grow up, to realize not everything's about them, but that if they are truly humble and they find their life in Christ, they're going to accomplish great and mighty things. That's so powerful for us to receive today. And as we get closer to the end of the book, there's this little section. It's actually the end section. It's Paul is saying his goodbyes to this church. He's telling them how much he loves them, how much he's praying for them. And then he says this in Philippians chapter 4 from verse 4 to 7. Let's read together. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, come on, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Check this out. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. If this sermon has a title, it's Peace That Guards. Can you see that, what he says there? He says to them, rejoice in the Lord, right? Find your joy in God. Praise him in all things. Let gentleness be evident. Be gentle to all. The Lord is near to you, right? He is here. What is Paul saying? He's saying, come on, God is here with you. You might be facing situations that don't make sense. You might be facing challenging things. You're, you're, you're facing life that is unfair. It doesn't make sense. But rejoice. And again, I say rejoice because in the Lord, you find your life. He is near to you. And then he says this, be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious about anything, right? How many of us can say we're anxious about nothing? It's all of us face anxiety. This church faced it. Paul faced it. And so what he's saying is not be carefree or just don't ever think about anything. He's saying when anxiety comes, when that situation presents itself, with thanksgiving, pray and bring petition to God every prayer and every request that you have to him. Bring it to God. Right? We all get that. In those moments of anxiety, in those moments of difficulty when it doesn't make sense, come on, we bring our requests to God. Then he says this, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart. I want to ask you the question, what does a God look like? What does a body God look like? It's a big, strong guy, right? It's someone who stands in the way of enemies and something that is precious. That's what a God does. A God might be taking care of guarding a room, might be guarding a person, a prisoner, something that is of value. You don't put a God in front of someone who, is, who has no value or something that has no value. No, you guard something that has value to you. So number one, I want you to see this. You are valuable to God. 
just like this church was, we are valuable to God. And he doesn't want us to live in anxiety and fear and difficulty. He wants to give us peace, right? He's guarding us. When you think of a God, it's not a weak person. It's not a meek person, someone who's small or someone who, who doesn't have strength. In fact, peace is something that has strength, strength under control, strength that is pointed. It's something that stands in your way, right? In the way of the enemy getting to you, in the way of anxiety getting to you, in the way of depression getting to you, in the way of fear getting to you. You are the precious thing that God wants to guard, to take care of. And check it out, he wants to do it with peace. Peace is active, it's not passive, it's not weak, it's something strong and it's something that God wants to give to you, right? So what do we do? We bring our prayers and our petitions to God and he returns to us peace. Peace like a God, like a strong man who stands in the way of all anxiety getting to you. Come on, are you getting where I'm going with this church? This is what God wants to give us today. It comes straight out of this book of, of Philippians. And we can rejoice. We can find our joy. We can find our peace in God, not because we have sorted our situations out, but that peace is in fact an active God against anxiety. It's something God wants to give you today. It's what he wants to place inside of your life because you are precious to him, because you are valuable to him. You see, oftentimes we're praying, God, will you take this thing away from me? God, will you go and sort it out? And it's actually a prayer of fear. And I want you to understand that, man, we all go through this. I go through this all the time. When I am fearful, I, I, I see these difficulties in my life and I, I don't feel courageous. I don't feel like everything's just gonna be okay. I feel fearful. I really do. And sometimes my prayers become like that. They become fearful prayers. God, I, I don't know. God, I'm, I don't know if I can make it. God, I don't know if it's gonna work out. Will you do something? Will you just do your will? And sometimes I just pray like however I, I feel at that point in time. And, that's not bad. I want to say to you today, if you're in that space and you're really struggling, I want you to express yourself to God. We spoke about that last week, about expressing ourselves over and over again, what we really feel to God, so we can come in and bring healing to that. But I want to say to us today, our prayers need to become active. Prayers that are not passive prayers. Prayers that are actively pursuing what God has for us. And God has peace for us that wants to come and guard our hearts. And I want to zone in on something today. That sometimes we don't have the words to pray what we need to pray. In those moments, we really need to just lean on the Spirit of God within us. For some of us, we need to be praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues. When those moments come where it doesn't make sense, and maybe for you, maybe you're new to church, you don't know this whole tongues thing, it's okay. What it is, is God speaking through you. What it is, is God speaking a word of life that we don't always understand. We bring our petitions, we bring our prayers, we bring our requests to God. And then as we give and as we pray, we receive peace. This is what our prayer needs to become today. God, I want to receive peace. Not a quiet, passive peace, but a strong and capable peace that comes from the Most High, that guards our hearts.
guards our hearts. You see, our hearts is our core. Our hearts is the way we think. When the enemy can get into our hearts, he can get us to stop, slow down, run away. He can get us to do all kinds of things. But our guard for our heart is peace. Think about that. It's peace that comes from the Father. Some of us, we're trying to guard our heart with our knowledge of the word, with our prayers, with what we say. We're trying to fight the battle ourselves by speaking the right words or, or by standing in faith in a way that makes sense to us. But the reality is the thing that's going to guard your heart, such your mind, your intellect, or your ability to pray the right prayer, it's the peace that God gives you. And I know today someone needs to hear this message. Today someone needs to hear the voice of the Spirit that says, I have peace for you and you can receive it today. A peace that is not passive, but a peace that is actively working to guard you from the works of the enemy. And so if that's you today, I want to pray for you today. I want to pray this scripture over you, that the peace of God which transcends all understanding doesn't make sense will guard your heart. Peace is not passive. It's actively guarding you from what the enemy is giving you. And so if that's you today, a word in season, you're just going through unbelievable amounts of stress. It's causing you to step away from your responsibilities. It's causing you to run away from work, to run away from people. You don't even know what to do. You don't know what to pray anymore today. I want you to hear this word. I want you to receive this word. And I want you to actively pursue God giving you peace. God, will you give me peace? Come, let's pray together for a moment. Holy Spirit, we ask you right now that you would come into our situations and you would bring peace. Today, we actively bring you our petitions, our requests, the things that are going on inside of our lives. Lord, you know them all. Father, I pray for that anxiety in that marriage, that anxiety in that business and in that workplace, that anxiety over finance, that anxiety over relationships, that anxiety over, over legal issues. Father, right now, I thank you that as we bring these petitions and these requests to you, that you are faithful to your word, that says you will give us peace that guards us peace that will fight off anxiety, peace that will fight off the things that threaten us. We receive that today.